Comic-Con brought us a ton of new trailers to break down. Also, we've got a couple questions to answer. Is Rotten Tomatoes wrong? And am I welcome on Sesame Street? (laughs) Also, with Snope in theaters, we're getting extraterrestrial. Welcome to the madness. everybody and welcome to another episode of monday madness with morgan and the machine how you doing morgan janine that was that was like half a monster truck voice you just half did it you, you didn't go full monday madness like you usually like yeah, to it kind of hurts my throat a little bit so no oh. that's a shame i'm sorry yeah. it hurts yeah. your throat it's a lot but hello hello <laughs> How are we all? It's Monday Madness. I'm Morgan. You're the machine. Hello, the machine. Hello, Hello. the Morgan. That's how it works on Monday Madness. A beautifully told intro, Janine, I must say as well, because <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about on this week's uh, show. All kinds of craziness, all kinds yes. of alien craziness, a fun uh, descriptive game at the end of this week's episode as well, all based around various aliens from popular culture. Um, But a whole bunch of stuff, before we start talking about aliens and all that sort of stuff, in honour of the movie Nope, which it has to be said neither of us have actually seen at the time of this recording. (laughs) Nope. Me for a reason. So yeah, we don't even know if it's, you know, specifically about aliens, but... It is though, isn't it? I mean... It is. It alludes to that, you know, I think, uh, you know, from what I hear, it's about spectacle and our fascination with spectacle. So I'm sure there's a very intelligent metaphor that involves extraterrestrial force. So in honor of that, yes, we're, we're talking alien things. Well, I haven't seen Nope yet because I won't be able to see it until August the 12th when it decides to come to Britain. That is very upsetting. And I believe you're <laughs> seeing it later today as of the day of the recording. So. Yes, yes. Also, as of the Good day of recording... Good for you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, as of the day of recording, we might miss quite a few interesting happenings uh, from the Comic-Con weekend. That's true, uh, yes. So, so if there are things that we did not discuss, it's because, you know, it hasn't happened yet for our timeline <laughs> i hope people understand that monday madness is not live on a monday <laughs> yeah or you know or, or recorded on that monday that it comes out um it has to be said re- monday madness is for the most part recorded on the saturday before the monday yes. so there you go anyway we do have a bunch of fun stuff to get into before all the aliens, don't we, Janine? So I will ask the question that we like to ask and say, Sup, Janine! (laughs) Sup! A lot of today. A lot lot. of Yes. So, of course, Comic-Con weekend. So we've been getting inundated with a bunch of new trailers for things, things we maybe knew about, things we weren't so aware of. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I didn't even know that they were making a Dungeons & Dragons movie. Um, hadn't got a clue honor among thieves uh the cast looks pretty good we have chris pine 
Uh, we have Michelle Rodriguez doing her, you know, her kind of <laughs> actor you, trope. You mean being... Michelle Rodriguez being Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, surely not being tough, what? badass lady of the crew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, she's very good at it. She's made an entire career, career out of playing of that. exactly yes. that. We can't fault Michelle Rodriguez flower. for doing it. Um, but also, I don't know about the casting of Hugh Grant. Like, I think most people just assume British people can, like, be in some type of medieval setting and it fits. But he is always just comes off as a very modern british person so it's just gonna be weird seeing him in this kind of fantasy type situation as Look, the villain <laughs> i hadn't got a clue they were doing a dungeons and dragons movie i'm I, i've never played dungeons and dragons the amount of dungeons and dragons knowledge i have comes from stranger things yeah essentially apart from Same. that absolutely clueless i know wasn't there a movie a dreadful movie from the early 2000s with Jeremy <laughs> yeah. Irons. Yeah. Now, is Hugh Grant just going to do the kind of thing that Jeremy Irons did in that movie and ridiculously ham it up? Well, I mean, I think this is supposed to be kind of a comedic and silly. So, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe there might be another layer to this. Like, it, there might be, like, a fun jumanji layer where possibly it's like, yeah like we pan out to actually see um or like a lego movie situation where we actually yeah. kind of pan out to see kids actually playing as these characters and then we kind of jump back and forth between the kids playing the game and like what the characters are doing i mean within, surely you know surely that would m actually make sense and to be honest i i think this movie looks looks quite good for uh, fairly fun, big, stupid-looking fantasy blockbuster <laughs> based on a, an obvious kind of IP. I, I, th I think this looks actually pretty fun, and I yeah. like the people involved in it. Like you say about Hugh Grant, though, it does kind of feel weird to see him in a particularly fantasy yeah. setting because he yes. doesn't necessarily come across like many other <laughs> major British actors who because of his just kind of style. Yes, who can easily kind of weave in and out of this world of like, you know, old timey fantasy, yeah. old timey like, you know, royal type things and, you know, he, uh, it's just weird. He feels very modern, so I'm I'm curious and to see how he fits in as this villain. It's interesting. It's very very interesting, but all in all, I actually think this movie looks looks pretty fun actually yeah, i mean i agree i um i've got obviously no idea what it's actually going to be like but I do, I do like the people involved in it i am a I, I like chris pine i like that chris pine's getting himself another almost ip franchise really because what's happening with star trek nobody's really knows yeah you know as far as the movies are concerned we spoke about that hell of a lot on our star trek um series on morgan hasn't seen um so it's nice for him to get you know something like this that is really you would think if it's semi-successful shooing for more movies because yeah. of what it is so yeah. I, I like that for him and I, I, I admittedly like the look of this movie. Yeah, it looks really fun. So definitely something I, I had no idea was coming, but I'm kind of interested to see. So Yeah. 
I mean, I'm uh, I'm interested in this little kind of non-trailer topic we actually have to talk about in the What's Up today. Because um, I, I, I kind of want to get into this because it's, it's really quite bad. Yes. So there is this park called Sesame Place in Philly, the city of brotherly love, uh, <laughs> where um, apparently these uh, Sesame Street characters are kind of intentionally avoiding black kids. So this this mother was taking a video of her two black daughters uh, at the Sesame Place, and they were waving, wanting to get high fives from this Rosita character. And you see Rosita giving high fives to all like kind of the white people. And as soon as she gets to these two little black girls, she's like, "No, no way!" and like shakes her hand snow at them and keeps on walking. And I actually saw another angle of the video where she does continue to like give high fives to like the other white people on down the line. So I but mean, bizarre. there is yes, very bizarre. So I mean, there is a a very slim slither of the opinion that okay, you know, maybe maybe you're jumping the gun on making this about race. Maybe there was something else going on. They actually put out a statement saying that the performer was devastated that they were not intentionally ignoring these kids, that I guess there was somebody in the crowd behind them who was constantly bugging them to hold their baby and take a picture, but they're not allowed to do that. So she was saying no, the character was saying no to those people also because of the costumes, the eye line is difficult to see certain people but you saw those other kids before them so yeah i find this very weird there is this whole video on it and it it shows a number of examples yes so i mean with just this one video there's a very slim slither of of the thought process that maybe this isn't about race maybe it was a visual thing they couldn't see maybe there was somewhat something going on behind these kids that had them saying no and they weren't saying no to the little girls but it feels like it was very much directed to these children um so and even if something was happening behind the kids why are you still ignoring the kids so yes definitely i could see you know a sliver of the opinion that okay maybe more context yeah what's going on but then when you see more people coming out with other videos of these characters being terrible to these black children there's literally and it, most of them are this rosita character yeah just there's similar where, situations isn't yes it? there's one where literally a black little girl is right in front of rosita you can see the eye line look at the little girl and then she does a little dance bypasses the little black girl and goes and hugs a white kid next to them Another one, literally a black child right in front of Rosita again, hands up like for a hug and Rosita's just dancing like so they and then a a little white girl literally cuts in front of the black girl and they hug the white girl. Then I don't know what's going on with this purple ass Muppet who decided to charge this little baby, like a little baby, like maybe one and a half years old little baby. And he comes up with his arms out and like it's just belly bumping and knocks his little baby down what it's, it, it seems like look there might be there might be something sinister in all this i hope to god this is some sort of weird comedy bit that someone's playing it's not what are it's the odds not of that it, but it just the... it's too absurd 
to me yes. to, to fathom. So whoever's running this park is somebody with some kind of bias who's hiring people on because it's crazy the amount of videos that were coming out. Literally, there's one of Bert slapping. <laughs> Like he literally just slaps a black girl across the face. He's going we're, down we're the line because it's just ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. But... He's going down the line. He's giving all the white kids high fives and hugs, and then he gets to this girl and he just like puts his hand like to her face like that, like get out of here, like what? And the girl turns like, excuse me, and all these kids look sad and devastated. So the mother of these two girls, I think she's actually taking some legal action. The park had said that they apologized that. They offered this family a VIP experience and, and that that's not what they stand for, this and that and the other. But the family has said that that didn't happen, that they weren't offered any kind of VIP anything. So, um, yeah, they are taking legal action against this park. And also this park is not associated with Sesame Street show. Sesame Street can license out these characters to other oh i see so sesame street has put out a statement that that is not you know sesame street was created as an inclusive thing sesame street oh my god this has been yes this has been playing on my mind so much since (laughs) you showed me this thing i thought (laughs) and i've thought for the longest time and i'm so glad it's actually true that sesame street itself was actually like not super inclusive and yes like all about black kids when it actually started yes the fact that they had black cast members and latin cast members the show was banned in a bunch of southern states when it first came out because it had black people on it i'm kind of thankful that. that this theme park then is just a licensing situation and yes it is just a licensing sesame street's theme park it's not sesame street's theme park it's a sesame place park sesame street license out those characters to use in the park but they are okay you know directly uh associated with the show so the show we can still sesame street brand did put out a statement yes for sesame street itself we can still enjoy actual sesame street nothing wrong with actual sesame street big bird and the count and real life bert and ernie are all wonderful and rosita like and oscar the grouch (laughs) and the cookie monster and everybody else yes so i just when i saw that whole kind of run of videos it's just so heartbreaking and so just appalling and so just confusing like it is confusing it's very it has to be a culture at this park that this is happening multiple characters unless it's that same person just might be that same person because uh, most of them were that rosita character there i saw that one with that big purple whatever that was bumping that baby girl i couldn't i I couldn't take that one and then bert just slapping some girl across the face like it might be the same person in the costume it might be so it might just be a case of this is one person but it is absolutely bizarre um is uh is mopper top sesame street is 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 that sesame street as well or is that like a spin-off thing mopper top what mopper top the big green dinosaur looking thing i don't know what that is (laughs) you don't know what that oh god i'm not losing my mind here mopper top actually exists he does he does i'm not losing my mind mopper top shop there was a whole thing it looked like sesame street it was a big green dinosaur dude was it not actually sesame street it must have been a spin-off 
it must have been some sort of. It was definitely. No, I'm not. It was definitely Jim Henson. Okay, one hundred percent. Insert picture of Moppetop here. Insert picture of Moppetop. Yes, he exists. I don't even know if Moppetop <laughs> is a man. They exist. Moppetop okay, exists. Okay, well, I don't know anything about what that is. Is it a British but... thing? It can't have been Maybe. a British thing. Do you have British Sesame Street? Like <laughs> <laughs> British, British Sesame Street. What would British Sesame Street be? <laughs> Bert, Bert and Ernie, Roger and Cecil instead. <laughs> And it would just be them going, oh, yes, well, what's going Nigel on here? It would just be... Nigel and Bernard. <laughs> it's Sesame Paul. <laughs> oh, dear. Sesame, Sesame Townington. <laughs> I think we should make British Sesame Street. Hey, my gosh, everyone's just all proper. <laughs> Hello, Pat Nigel. Mosca, Hello, Bernard. Mosca the Grouchy is exactly the same. <laughs> Because yeah. it just fits. Oh my goodness! But I'm fairly yeah, certain Moppetop wasn't British, though. But I'm getting too caught up on that. <laughs> this is a weird thing. Yes. So this is a I, weird. weird I, thing. I'm really curious to see where this legal action goes. I think it's a fair thing to to, to pursue because this yeah. is awful. Like if you see these girls' faces, like, and just kind of seeing the pattern of, of this happening to so many black kids. Like, black people are already a group who have dealt with prejudice and already feel like a very undervalued uh shut out group and to do this to young children and, and set that standard for them in their mind that characters they love and characters that teach them um just dismissing them like that i mean it, it could cause some like hard hard effects for them and, and really you know affect them so no, you're uh, not wrong at all so just insane insane thing that's happening so i'm really curious yes. to see where this mom's kind of case goes and and in the action that she's pursuing because yeah that's totally messed up it is it, it's it's very very messed up yeah. um there are more trailers we would like to yes. talk about it's like yes. trailer city at the minute it is it is it? it really is there's trailer upon trailer upon trailer now last week well i'll only briefly mention this and we don't really need to talk about it because last week, of course, was our big um, Middle Earth episode. The Rings of Power trailer will come out. There's, there's now also been an extended Rings of Power trailer that came out that shows even more. And it looks even better than the last one did. And it's just perfect. But we spoke about that last week. Likewise, we also spoke, spoke about House of the Dragon last week. But the actual trailer for House of yeah. the Dragon has come out now. And it's everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know where this story goes. I know to an extent that, like, obviously, yeah, we don't see any of these people in Game of Thrones. So we know, how, you know. that well, It'd be very strange if we saw any of these people <laughs> yes. in Game of Thrones, considering it's 200 years before. Yes, I'm aware. So we are kind of seeing a... a a glimpse of history that's only been alluded to so yeah people like me who didn't read the books um you know aren't gonna probably know the full story so for me i'm read fire and blood it's all there reading 
Uh, reading's great, Janine. Don't hate on reading. When I actually sit down and read, I enjoy it. But when the, the thought of going and sitting down to read it just is like so daunting that I just I'm don't shaking do it. my head. I'm shaking my head. But <laughs> once I actually get into a book, I'm like, I enjoy reading. But it's just the idea of it is already just like I don't want to. I just want to watch TV. <laughs> we don't really need to talk about this because we did talk right. about our excitement and we our did. thoughts about but the yes, show. But yes, I'm excited last about week. the show. Um because I don't really know how it ends solely, like okay. So, but I but like the, the tra- story. This trailer, this trailer is just, just great. Oh my god, is this trailer the music more than anything else? You know the music of of Game of Thrones was outstanding, and this it's Ramin Jawadi again. He's clearly carrying it straight through. I'm so fascinated as to what the actual theme music for this series is going to be yeah because regardless of what anybody may think about game of thrones everybody thinks it's probably the best opening credit opening yeah. title so that ever. song is iconic so i'm really curious to see um, i'm yeah, fascinated to sure. see what it's going to be yes. i really am and i'm really into but, the story and i'm really just excited we're getting more game of thrones and um from different people so yeah um yeah yeah I mean, it's just i'm excited this trailer this trailer i can't i can't say it any more than this because i've been here for hours this trailer was just <laughs> everything that i wanted it to be yeah everything that i said last week about all my excitement was just exaggerated and confirmed with me yeah. watching this trailer uh the dragons the dragons i forgot about aemond one eye as well who doesn't even say anything in this trailer but he's just there going sword fighting it's just oh god yes and more dragons all the far more dragons so many dragons i think there's 17 dragons or something like that and matt smith damon and his dragon caraxes they're gonna be big kind of that's gonna be a bond like you know, yeah. the Targaryens have bonds with dragons anyway. That is a that is a real human dragon bond, and Caraxes looks great. I mean, the dragons do look phenomenal in this trailer as well themselves. Yeah. But in terms of just, how, I mean, the I didn't even speak. I don't even think I remember speaking about the fact that we're getting an actually more book accurate Iron Throne. Oh. In this series as well, like the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. Okay, it's a chair with swords on. But the Iron Throne from Song of Ice and Fire has got swords. It almost looks like a hallway, this chair, with the amount of just melted swords that are all about it. And the Iron Throne from from House of the Dragon is just this enormous, like the chair itself, the actual way you sit is still the exact same. But the structure... They've just yeah. got all golly jagged swords all everywhere Sticking down the everywhere. stairs. Um, it's just it looks great. It looks great. And I just I think I'm gonna really like King Viserys a lot. Yeah. Because he seems like a very reasonable well, I know he is a reasonable Targaryen, but he seems to be being played as very kind of not mad. We're too used yeah. to having mad Targaryens. Yeah. Yes. We're actually going to get 
sound of mind Targaryens in this in this um, series, which is is nice as well. But oh my god, we're we're like a month away from House of the Dragon at this it's point. It's so crazy and, and... to think we're getting more Game of Thrones type stuff. It seems I like just... you know that ended, and everyone just tried to forget. <laughs> And they shouldn't have back. done though. They shouldn't have done. But we spoke about. I mean, much the, more worst of that last week. the worst yes. parts. The worst parts. But there yes. are there are other trailers, Janine, that we do yes. need to get to uh, in the main as well. What are those? Uh, so we got a new trailer for John Wick Chapter Four. Um, I absolutely love this series. It's definitely you know, um, kind of a modern look at action that also harkens back to those kind of franchises from the 80s and 90s that you know i fell in love with uh so just a lot of fun a lot of creativity it's very simple but the craft of fighting fighting is taken so seriously because this movie is made by stuntmen so the choreography is really slick and smart and and interesting and almost like a dance in some some uh places uh, so really excited to kind of just continue the story with Keanu. He's a gr- like the fact that he kind of doesn't say much, but you just still like love this character so much is a testament to, you know, his involvement in creating these movies and his commitment to doing most of this stuff himself. And, um, you know, it kind of plays to his strengths. Like <laughs> he kind of started his career playing this very kind of simple man kind of character. And to kind of translate that into an action world, I think works really well. I can't see anyone else really playing this character. So uh, I'm excited to see where the story goes because every John Wick has kind of ended on this crazy, like what's going to happen next situation. And now he's kind of gotten himself in a spot where, okay, how is how is he going to figure this out now? Um, Which is always going to be the case with John yeah. Wick, and I, I I really like John Wick. I really like how it plays to Keanu Reeves' strengths as a performer. Yeah, uh, you know, as as a, as an on screen performer, it does because he's way better physically than he is vocally. Yeah, he's always been way better physically than he is vocally, and this is the absolute perfect showcase of that this whole series of john wick movies and this one it looks it looks the same as all the others but that's a good thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) we want more we 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 want what we expect and we want to be in this this world of assassins and yeah was it bill skarsgård who i saw yes yes so i'm really curious to see what he's doing our villain I think so. Or who is our villain? We, I suppose we don't we yeah. know the plot, but we don't have to know the plot. It's almost more exciting to go into a John Wick movie not knowing necessarily yes. all the intricacies of what's going on, but all the favourites are Baki and McShane, McShane and Lawrence Lance, Fishburne. And Lance Reddick. I love, Lance I love, Reddick. I love Rance, Lance Reddick. He's such a badass. Like, oh, so great. <laughs> but you're going for the hand-to-hand fighting. You're going yeah. for the non-stop action thrills. It looks like it's promising that again. Yes. What problem can we possibly have with this trailer for John Wick 4? No problem at all. It simply acts to get us excited that there is a fourth movie. Yes. It does that. Success for the John Wick Chapter 4 trailer. Um, 
did I? Who was he? Who he, he was fighting for a lot of this trailer as well. Like I felt like I recognised who it was fighting, but it was a little bit dark, and I couldn't. Was it Donnie Yen? Because I think Donnie Yen's in this movie. I want to say might have been Donnie Yen. See, that's even better then. Yeah, if Donnie Yen's in this movie. I mean, my God. Yeah. There's somebody who knows how to combat hand to hand. Yes. You know. Yeah. So very excited. Pretty. I love, absolutely love this franchise. It's one of the newer franchises that has um, had a successful run that's done something familiar but different, yeah. you know, um, and just a lot of fun. So I'm excited so to continue fun. this story. Um, out of Comic-Con, we also got a new Shazam trailer. Oh, yes. This is, uh, yes, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which admittedly... Janine. Mm-hmm. I uh I like Shazam. I like Me Shazam too. the movie. I'm thankful mostly that this movie is keeping itself on its own, keeping itself separate, keeping itself we are yeah. this is the Shazam world. It, Everything it, else, it, you know, all this might be there, but we don't really focus on that anymore yeah i feel this like is the shazam me, world shazam is kind of like the ant-man of the dceu you know yeah i get that i he's get that just kind of doing his own thing but you know he's in, still in that world you know um so yeah i really enjoyed shazam i haven't got a clue um, what's going on in this movie though yeah, so apparently Helen Mirren is a god and she's trying to come back and get her power or something. And so uh, Shazam and the family have to fight, but also kind of the family, now that they have their Shazam powers, they're kind of off doing their own things. And he kind of wants to keep them as a family unit team. We even get a little in-in joke, uh, you know, with Fast and Furious and Helen Mirren being in those movies. Uh, it's kind of the a wink, a wink Stupid situation. Furious jokes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but Zachary Levi plays it so well to to the he point does. of you know he, does. he he's has to have this perspective of a teenage kid getting these powers, and so him playing it that way he he does an awesome job, and I I love the the family cast and their you know Shazam versions. They all do a really good job, kind of embodying their kid. Um, always love seeing Megan good. I'm, I'm like, I just love that she's well, doing something huge. Yes, I know you love saying Megan good as well. You know but, like, full she's... well that I'm in for this movie for one yes. reason and one reason only, Janine. No, it's but not it's one like, reason. Megan reason good only, is but... one of those actresses that she's been in a ton of things. It's like Kiki Palmer right now, like beautiful dark-skinned actress who has done a ton of things, but hasn't gotten the opportunity to do a lot of big mainstream things. So when she popped up in Shazam, this big superhero movie, I was so psyched. And so, you know, to see her again in this movie, like, yeah, so she's definitely one of those beautiful, talented, dark-skinned actresses that, you know, don't always get the dues that they deserve. So I'm just excited that she is in this movie. And uh, yeah, I love But she is, of course, in, um, what's the stupid movie called? (laughs) Um, deliver us from Eva. From Eva, yes, yes, she's yes. in that. <laughs> she's a good movie. Yes, um, no, Morgan, right? <laughs> I know because I forgot the name of the movie. That's why. Uh huh. Yeah, um, that's why. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why you're as red as my shirt right now. That's why. Um, <laughs> um, no, I am. 
I, I am, you know, I'll go and see Shazam. I, I'm, I'm just a little bit not. But there's I, still I guess not. I'm, I, I guess I'm checked out for the most and part when it comes to DC movies, connected. and it's so sad that I feel that way. Well, but they fumbled. I'm sure I said this. They fumbled the ball big time in in how they kind of tried to build their universe. Because they know they have these great characters and they have this Marvel kind of monster breathing down their neck and they let that pressure get to them and kind of just fumbled and rushed to things when they could have really taken the time to build some really cool things. So I like that Shazam is kind of letting you know that it still exists in a world where these things exist, but it's also kind of keeping its distance from those things. Yeah, and that's... We get mentions of the Flash and Batman and Aquaman and we see them. Uh, but... I mean, especially uh, a mention of the Flash at this point. I mean, yeah, God, like truly nobody, yeah. truly nobody cares at this point. Yeah, considering Ezra Miller, yeah, and like all this he really business. just just truly does not care about cares. the money that the studio is putting into him and like what people want to see. Like he doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about the studio. He doesn't care about anything. If he's going to be so reckless and crazy and you know i don't know no i i don't know i don't know either but <laughs> what the the thing to like most about Shazam is the fact that it is treated as though it's on its own yes and we should go into it expect i mean yes you've got the this black adam thing as well and maybe at some point if they both you know, if these movies both do well and are, and are you know, fairly well received, who's to say to, uh... you can't merge the two? I'm sure you can. You can merge the two there. They both have and lightning bolts on, are... the, on the thing. They're the same. <laughs> yeah. Are they not and supposed believe... to be? Is he yes, not supposed to be the villain of, of, a, of a Shazam thing? I do believe thing? he is a Shazam villain. Um, and you know, at the at the time of recording this, you know, there's all these rumors of Henry Cavill popping up at Comic Con and doing all of these things and announcing things, and so who knows if you know? <laughs> I well, this comes out on Monday, and I want to see if I'm right. Okay, might be negative to say, might be upsetting to say, and admittedly, admittedly upsetting to say, I think this is Henry Cavill going. I'm finished. Thank you for all your support. I think that's what this is. Okay. I think he's going to make it all the all the all the die hard DC fans quite upset, and um, you know all the well, DC they movies really, fans, I should say. I, they really did not give him his opportunity. But no, they to, didn't. Like, no. He no, they didn't. They, if they, he should have gotten his sequel to establish him being Supermaning, you know, after everything. After killing Zod, now he's on Earth. Now he's in love with Lois. He's now he's at the Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. <laughs> the Daily Planet. <laughs> Daily Bugle. It would be the interesting Daily, if yes, he was at the yes, Daily Bugle. The Daily Planet. I would love um, him. I would love him yeah. to be at the Daily Bugle. Imagine, imagine Superman versus Jameson. That'd be yes. great. Yeah. Well, Jameson is. Clark, is, have uh, you got these? Uh, we got these reports for me. What? What? So I didn't. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Jameson is Commissioner Gordon. That's why. That's true. <laughs> yes. yes, he is. <laughs> so, um, yes, the Daily Planet. So that's kind of how we end the movie. So I wish we would have seen a movie of him like having his own Superman story now established in, uh, you know, Metropolis and doing his thing as Superman, and then something happens. So oh, then. Gosh. 
then I mean, we could have built to that. To say, but then we just that? got convoluted BVS that just really did we know. did not we, serve we, his character at all. Yes, and now for him to just unceremoniously be, you know, in limbo for all this time. So, if at least if they do give him an opportunity to say goodbye because he loved playing this character, he he absolutely you know this was a dream for him. So, um, I just view that as the most realistic eventuality well i mean discovery now owns warner brothers and they have talked about like still wanting to work with him so look i've 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 no idea i've I've no idea i've no idea how that i I will know when this episode comes out but i've no idea at this point yeah i just view that as the most realistic okay well everybody will know before us yes they will (laughs) Um, in well, in theory, yes. Yes. But as far as Shazam goes, I'm I'm a, I'm just a little bit unsure of what the movie's necessarily about. But I enjoy Shazam, the first movie. I do, and will more than happily go and watch this movie, expecting funny, fun superhero goodness. Yeah. Because. Uh, you know, I, I don't think... I think that's a positive in it as well, is that we almost can treat this movie as 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 very separate, where we don't have to think about anything else going on. Okay, you've got to think about the first Shazam movie, but it makes a hell of a lot of difference from most... I think this was the fresh thing about the Batman. It was just, it was just totally start. Just yeah. that. And and you didn't have to worry about anything else. As much as we love the MCU, and obviously we love the MCU on this particular YouTube channel in particular. Yeah, you always maybe need a bit of a refresher when you go into an MCU. I mean, you don't have to, but like... You need you to know. remember so many things. Yeah, it's a lot. You do. It's like it homework just, now. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Good, yeah. fun, but you do need to remember so many things. And you just don't with this. So it's it's... it's a pressure taken off situation yes and i think it's pressure taken off the movie as well because i think this movie can go out there and you know be distributed be watched without really having any pressure to do anything yeah i mean and considering the tone in general of dceu like the fact that this has kind of been its most lighthearted kind of fun thing uh is exciting it makes it stand out Apart from and, the Suicide Squad, which was just, oh, which was true. fun on a completely different, different level. level. Yes, um, in nasty and gory and but more PG thirteen rated fun. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like the Ant Man, the more silly kind of comedic, standing on its own type uh, DC EU film. So I still want to meet. I still want to see actually more suicides. The Suicide Squad slash birds of prey stuff because i just think they're great yes i loved those movies i really do i really do yeah that's my that when in terms of that universe of movies those yeah those I two want, are my favorites I want, for though, sure. I want that more of that yeah i want more of that i do so yeah i mean if i had to pick it would probably be um the suicide squad birds of prey um wonder woman and shazam those are probably like for me the best four in. I mean, it's fair. 
Yeah. It's fair. It would take my, and maybe Man of Steel. Longer. That would be like my top five DC. Well, situation. I mean, you could bring you could bring actually Snyder's Justice League into that conversation because yeah, I actually think but, Snyder's yeah. Justice League was a, a fantastic saved, yeah, movie. It, it made great additions that we needed, and yeah, I really do think it was a it was a, an excellent Justice League movie. But I don't know. I don't know. Marvel's beating me over the head too much that I can't almost think about DC with any sense at the moment. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but I mean, Marvel's really beating me over the head. Yes, and then DC is just kind of dealing with some drama as well, so it's really hard to kind of get it. He's super excited because, yeah, what is happening with Aquaman and all of that, and and what is happening with The Flash and all of that. and It's just... It's Just annoying more than anything, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's annoying that things are being spoiled. Do you know? Yeah. Things are being spoiled. Yes. There is one more trailer we did want to talk about, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this is a particular return to a franchise that has had its detractors as well. But Morgan isn't one of them. <laughs> because... Morgan will happily watch anything remotely where Michael Myers is walking around with the Halloween theme tune playing behind him. Well, know? as of the day of recording this episode, it is 100 days to Halloween, like the holiday. So, No, is it? Okay. Yes. Uh, so, yes, I do love the the halloween movies like i love the first one i loved i really really loved 2018 halloween halloween kills halloween kills was weird sure it was was not like it was very frustrating the amount of sense it didn't make sense execution was terrible people were making stupid ass decisions the only redeeming thing about it was the how cool and brutal the kills were that's I, the best thing about that movie. I think Other than time that... has been kind to Halloween Kills because I now just view it as, oh my god, is it ridiculously stupid? But also, so was Halloween 4. Look at Michael Myers' mask in Halloween 4, but do I love Halloween 4? Of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> Halloween's great. Halloween 2's great. Halloween three season of the witch and I love I love weird Halloween and great H2O. and on its own I, I love Halloween H two O Halloween four's great look do the Halloween movies get stupid yes yes but is that okay yes which is why I think time will be kind to Halloween kills and in my mind time has been kind to Halloween kills because yes really frustratingly dreadful decisions made by characters in Halloween Kills, but we don't care because we're not going for smart people, are we? No, we're going to that movie for ding 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 stabby stabby stabby. That's what we're going for. Okay, well, we we're get getting that. a we're getting a four year time jump. Um a Are we? Are... I didn't even know that. This is great. Yes, I believe it's like a four year time jump. Why? Um we open with <laughs> Michael going into this house and going upstairs and Lori's waiting for him with the gun. People have pointed out though, as he opens the door, he's not missing his fingers. So is this a Ben Tramer situation? Is this a Halloween of Resurrection situation? 
where Lori is going to oh, kill an no. innocent person and thinking it's Michael? Or is this just a scene they put in the trailer to like just throw I you off care. of what's going to happen? I don't care. <laughs> so... All I want is somebody in a mind. Even... It doesn't even have to be Michael at this point. Make it a ghost face situation. Just put a William Shatner mask on a, on a, on a person on a random per- and have them walk around with the theme music playing. I don't care what happens in a Halloween movie as long as the theme music's playing while the while the chase and the walking are going on and there's some cool kills and cool shots. Whatever people do in Halloween movies, if you start thinking too much about what people do in slasher movies, you'll never watch a slasher movie again. Slashers are my favourite genre, but I can still criticise the, like... Yes, you can, yes. And you can. No, because, like... <laughs> Literally, yes, you get a couple stupid people, but at least you get some people who die fighting, who die trying. Nobody <laughs> tried. Nobody tried. Nobody tried. That stupid black lady. Like, I will not ever no. forgive that stupid My favorite black lady. Thing. Who's like, literally, you were at an unlocked door. <laughs> Instead of opening the door and leaving, you decide to close the door lean up against it and just watch this man fashion a weapon to kill you. You watch him for a good 15 seconds fashion a weapon to murder you with. You grab a knife and you don't even swipe the knife at him. You just hold the knife in your hand as he just walks up and stabs you in the neck. Excuse me, ma'am. I... I there are always going to be stupid people who make stupid decisions in slasher movies. That's just the trope of the thing. But every single person, every single damn person. No, I'm sorry. My favorite thing, my favorite thing was the entire community of Haddonfield were insistent on the dude who looked like the penguin was Michael Myers. Going to be Michael Myers. They they they, they were obsessed with that fact. We have to go after this dude that doesn't look anything, anything like, like the the description of Michael Myers whatsoever. And some people showing up to the street fight with an iron. Lady, <laughs> what are you going to do? you going to press his jumpsuit? Right <laughs> oh, Michael, um, you've, so got, yes, a, you've mean, got a crease in the back of your boiler suit let there. Let me just you. iron that out. I mean, I hope it's at least hot, lady. Like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I assume that um, Judy Greer is dead. And so now maybe Lori's living with her granddaughter. And, uh, you know, Michael. So I think what's happened oh, yeah. is Michael. Is Judy Greer Michael, dead? Did we see Judy Greer? We just saw him stab her. Because she's in the, his window. And he just oh, that's up right. Yes. And stabs her. That's right. Yes. We, um, I have to assume that Halloween Ends is is very much a one-on-one kind of situation. Well, the, it's, it's going to have to be, isn't it? There's some guy, some new guy character who's coming in, and if you read the synopsis, it kind of talks about him kind of being the lead. And there's a scene of Michael with him in a sewer. Random dude. Yeah. So I I don't know where this I is going. Michael, I'm, I'm still curious. I'm still going to watch it, but. I just after Halloween kills, I'm just like I have no idea what to expect. So no, I've, I've it's no going to be very interesting going into this movie. And all this trailer gives you is, oh yeah, it's a Halloween movie. There's Michael Myers. Yeah, there's Laurie Strode. Screaming, stabby, and yeah, stabby, stabby. Of music. People screaming. So 
obviously yeah. that's obviously what you're gonna he doesn't give you actually anything but all i i, I want a laurie versus michael situation I, I very much want that we had freddy versus jason now we're having yes. laurie versus michael this yes. is what i want <laughs> from halloween ends and even if it's just you know the latter part of the movie that's very much heavily those two fighting each other somebody kills somebody else guaranteed laurie strode dies just gonna say it now 100 percent gonna happen I mean, we see her hand almost go in a garbage disposal, so I don't know. Maybe it's... 100% going to happen. In fact, they're probably going to end up killing each other in a weirdly romantic situation. Well, I mean, I thought they were leading up to her getting with that cop guy, but... No, no, that would be too nice. Death. This is tragedy. Death for Laurie Strode, again. Again. Yes, again. Okay. Okay, so yes, I, I, Halloween Kills just was so damn bonkers and frustrating, but it hasn't made me like not want to see where this is gonna go. So. No, but Halloween twenty eighteen <laughs> was great, so great, and made actual it. sense. And yes, it did. I still think Halloween Kills was technically great. I, th I just think <laughs> the story of it was was kind nonsense. of bonkers. Yeah. But the actual, you know, the 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 kills themselves, the the shooting of it, the you know, the camera work of it, all this kind of cool stuff that you want in in the making of a slasher movie as well. The effectiveness, the technical effectiveness, was just the same. None of that felt any worse than it, than in in Halloween twenty eighteen. It was literally just the stupidly written characters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Halloween yeah, ends. I'm, I'm gonna Halloween see this ends. movie. I'm all there. Yeah. I'm all Blast in. out John Carpenter music. Yeah. In my eardrums. Rupture my eardrums <laughs> with do ding 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 ding. Yes. Great, great, great simple score. Love it. Um but one last thing to discuss in just oh, yes. kind of personal lives type things i actually uh got to be a guest on a podcast recently uh rotten tomatoes is wrong so i was invited to be on that podcast and we talked about uh three brad pitt films that don't have very favorable tomato meter scores and uh yeah so we talked about troy which i believe had like a 53 percent um, Meet Joe Black, which had the lowest of 44%. And the movie I chose to talk about was Legends of the Fall that had the highest 58%. So it was a really fun podcast that we, you know, broke down these movies and um, just decided to ask, like, was Rotten Tomatoes wrong about this score? Like, should it have gotten a higher score? And uh, yeah, so really fun conversation. The episode is out now. So just find Rotten Tomatoes is wrong anywhere podcast can be found it's a really fun podcast with mark ellis uh usually has jacqueline coley on there but she's off doing awesome things interviews and uh, and cool stuff so uh, yeah so they had me on and the producer of the show lucy came on as well so yeah a really fun episode and i was happy to be on it so i hope you will check it out well i would hope that somebody was talking about meet joe black janine so you obviously must have brought up i Death did Pits holiday from now 1932. I did. I, 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 oh, I, took, I definitely. 39? 30, 34? No, it's 32 or 34. 
because he's pretty cold. Oh, oh so. yeah, that's pretty cold. Yes, 30, 33. I think it's 33. 33. Um, well, it's got to be one of four years. <laughs> yes, so I believe it was 33. Five years. Um, but yes, I did take the time to bring up Death Takes a Holiday as it Good. was the precursor to wonderful wonderful <laughs> silly movie that yes. death takes a holiday is Frederick yes. March at his young finest so I did talk about our show and that we did do we did do a deja vu so we did talk about Micho Black on the show mm, so yeah the nice. little, I had took the opportunity to you know chat us up a little bit you know. we, we, we like <laughs> that we like yes, that but know. a really fun podcast and I was excited to be on it so yeah, go check it out. Wonderful. <laughs> well, it is about time to get into our alien-based discussions for the rest yes. of the show, I think, Janine. It's our Let's Talk segments. We each have a few alien-based movies yes. that we want to bring up. Notable ones, ones personal favourite ones, ones we just want to show off ones we just want to discuss as we celebrate movies about aliens in honor of jordan peele's nope yes because that's supposedly great and i cannot wait to I see know. nope i'm so looking forward to it jordan peele's other two movies i very very much enjoyed as well and some people, I've seen some people, Janine, rather annoyingly say, this is Jordan Peele's fourth movie. What? Who says Candyman. That? No, he, he didn't produced... direct Candyman. No, he did not. That was near Da Costa. Yeah. Shush. Yes. I was like, fourth movie? Who's saying that? <laughs> it was Get Out, Us, and this movie. Stop thinking he made the new candy man yes just because involved. his name was plastered all over yes but it's like tim burton him. and the nightmare before christmas all over again yes yeah weird but he's a, he, his movies have been fantastic yes and i hear they it looks really great there's some beautiful shots and stuff in this one so but it's not as uh, not as supposedly not as all out on the horror because it's more of a sci-fi kind spectacle. of a sci-fi yeah. spectacle, and we we appreciate that. Yes, we appreciate definitely. that as well. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I I have to keep mentioning the fact that they are alien-based movies that we're talking about as well because while one of them, you know, I don't know if either of us are talking about alien at all today. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to be talking about I'm alien. Not. I, well, I no, none of us are talking about yeah. alien, then. but also, <laughs> I didn't want to go super obvious. If we just say things like we're talking about alien movies, people think we're talking about we're talking about the alien, alien franchise. <laughs> oh, yes. we're not. We're not movies with uh, extraterrestrial themes exactly. in them. <laughs> exactly. I think we both have three each, Janine. Yes. For yes. our let's talk discussion, well. What is your first Alien movie that you would like to bring up? So, of course, the Aliens franchise is great. There are a lot of fun Alien movies, Predator, you know. But I didn't want to go for the obvious, uh, you know, your Independence Days, your ETs. I went oh, with... Oh, <laughs> You know. <laughs> oh, that's what you got. Um, well, you know I love a certain era of film. 
You do, yes. Yes. I love a good teen horror movie. You do, Um, yes. So cross a teen horror movie with uh, iconic horror film like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and you get The Faculty. The Faculty. (laughs) Robert Rodriguez, uh, Elijah Wood, Jordana Brewster, um, uh, Josh Hartnett in that ridiculous piece of hair sticking out. I can't stand it. Standard. Yes, completely um, standard. There was a watch along. We did a watch along with the faculty a long time ago, didn't we? Faculty, yes, was um, a really fun watch for your first time watch. So I I love that movie, and yeah, basically, kind of these slug like creatures come to Earth and take over this small town, and they start with the faculty, the teachers. And then kind of work its way down to the students and kind of the way they spin it is, you know, if you're kind of trying to sneak in to take over a place, are you going to come charging in through the front door, independent style, blowing up the White House? Or are you going to sneak in the back door and come through some like, you know, podunk little town and then from there, you know, grow your invasion, which I think is kind of a smart way of explaining why they would be, you know, attacking this, you know, podunk little football town. Uh, and so kind of a group of, you know, your breakfast club crew, of like, you know, you have your nerd and your job your and, and your outcast and your popular out. girl. Yeah, you have your basically breakfast club crew kind of coming together uh, and trying to work as a team to stop these aliens. You know, yeah. we get it's our era of getting Usher in film. So Usher is in this movie. Where where is where is Usher now? Like I'm, I swear, I mean, I, look, I mean, he's still, I don't keep up with new music. Do music, I for God's so, sake? You know, but um, does he actually release mainstream hits these days? Because you feel he, like you just don't hear about him at all. No, he's still around. He's still making music. Um, but yeah, like this was the era of you know Usher and film and and just familiar teenage faces kind of popping up and everything um all the faculty was great we have um uh piper laurie yeah this was, i think her big return from ad to acting after years away um and uh found kajansen's in this movie as well as one of the faculty salma hayek uh she you know is a frequent collaborator of robert rodriguez robert patrick oh, yes. Um, so yeah, like definitely just a fun movie of this small town kind of getting rocked by aliens and, um, they even kind of use the ideas of invasion of the body snatchers to kind of figure out what's going on and, and how to defeat these aliens. So I love that it's just this modern teen take, um, on a very kind of iconic, uh, alien movie. So I always have a lot of fun with the faculty. Yes, you do. A a very... Janine alien movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for everyone. Um you well, if you you know you made it sound like going for obvious choices for alien movies. Oh no, no, no. It's me. not you know, I like to just put shine a light on things you might not automatically think of, so Predator, Janine. Predator. <laughs> because quite frankly, Predator might actually be my favorite pure action movie of the 80s wow okay 
because it's super nasty and really kind of grimy and intense. Like, you feel so on edge throughout the entirety of Predator that you almost forget it's an alien at all. I know the yeah. whole po point of it is you get the Predator eyes and the thermal vision and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. But look at it from Schwarzenegger's crew's standpoint. They're just being hunted down. For sport. For sport. Yeah. By anything. Doesn't but the, the the tone of it could be anything. The tone of it is not sci-fi. The tone of it is not look this weird alien thing. It's what the hell is this thing? We can't Ew. see it. It's just absolutely obliterating us whenever it gets a sliver of a chance. We're really scared about this. Yeah. And yes, okay, it falls into the category of overly macho. Manly, manly <laughs> movies from the 80s. And I goes, mean, that freaking greeting, son of a bitch. <laughs> like uh, that huge just bicep moment. Like, a ridiculous what? bicep high five between Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers is just <laughs> ridiculous. But it's, it's a great cast of overly, ridiculously... Uh, bodybuilder type people actually, as well jesse ventura yes well right. no i actually remember a snl kind of skit with carl weathers where it was like he literally was just like vote for me for governor because i was in predator too <laughs> but like just purely vote for me because i was also in predator with these other two politician people yeah. Right, yeah, you know, and uh, Bill Bill Jukes in Predator as well, yeah. who also a great filmmaker himself. Bill Duke, yeah. actually, not just a not just a good actor, but it's a very claustrophobic movie. It is, for all intents and purposes, a horror sci-fi rather than and it's like in an action. Yes, there's a, there's obviously shooty shooty. In the movie, of course there is, but it's a it's really filmed and paced and tonally a horror movie, and you have to consider it a sci-fi movie. You have to consider it an alien movie because the predator is a is an alien. Yeah, predator also later on in his franchise fights off with xenomorphs aliens. from alien. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In the wonderful movie Alien vs. Predator, starring Sonar Lathan. Sonar Lathan. <laughs> and and, uh, and Henriksen. Lance, <laughs> Lance Henriksen in that movie. I'm pretty sure Lance Henriksen yes. is in that movie. Yes. Um, but I love Predator. I love Predator so much. It's such a simple movie. Um, such a, like I said, such an intense movie. And just for pure great turn your mind off don't think about it action it does the job better than most because it, yes. I think it's snappy as well I don't think it wastes time it doesn't no. give you much plot it's just 
go into Cambodia and rescue somebody. Oh, God. Oh, wait, no. They're all dead. All. Now you're being hunted. Deal with yeah. it. Yes. That's and, the, the plot. And we get, we get this <laughs> great, like, sitcom credits ending. Like, what is that? We do. It's so good. We do. <laughs> I love it. Why is it like that? When yeah, they all like, turn to the camera and give a weird smile as though they're making yeah. a joke, Carl. Like it's weather. Like it's Full House. Like, what? <laughs> it does. It looks like Full House. Oh my god, it does. Well, credit to Shane Black, who's also in the film. So He is also in the film, yes. Credit to Shane Black for the writing there and John McTiernan for the directing. And as far as John McTiernan goes, some will say, you know, Everybody loves Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard was better. Die Hard's great. But Predator is, is, is a more focused movie. Yes. I think Predator's a more... You, you forget that, you know, Ellis exists in Die Hard. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Ellis. <laughs> you don't forget anybody exists in Predator. Because no. as soon as you forget they exist, the insides are falling out over tree trunks. Yes, and hanging skinned bodies. And... Right? It's nasty. It's a yeah. nasty, nasty movie. And I really, really like it. And also, <laughs> let's all make the predator noise. Like we, I can't do it with my throat. My throat doesn't do it properly. <laughs> yeah, like I, I used can't. to be able to actually do it. It would sound really weird if <laughs> I tried to do it into the microphone. When you were in LA. <laughs> at the back to... of the throat. When you were in LA, I remember we went to the movies and there was a big like predator statue and it had a very similar hairstyle to mine at the time. It was because <laughs> <laughs> I had like little like little, you know, accessories in my hair, <laughs> like the predator. Janine so. the predator. <laughs> yes. I'd be terrified if you were the predator. I won't. That'd be worse than it being the actual predator. It'd just well, be just wait you till being I take in this mask off. You'd be you being invisible and yes. lurking around jungles, shooting yes. people, <laughs> hunting them for sport. Yes, gotta but no, I, I I really like Predator, and it's not the kind of movie that people think I'm into every, you know, too much. Really, <laughs> yes, but I do. I do. Not and an as far as those Morgan movie, not an obvious Morgan movie, but as far as those, you know, overly absurd eighties action movies go, it, it it is probably my favorite, and certainly one of the actual strongest as a as a focused movie. Yeah, I really like Predator. Yeah, I do too. Yes. So, my second movie <laughs> is a bit of a silly one. Um, definitely kind of like a nostalgia thing i remember um when uh you'd have cable and but you didn't afford the premium channels so you'd have to like wait until like it would do this free preview weekend you know where you could get like the premium channels for like the weekend and so i would just binge whatever was on until the weekend was up and that's when i saw this movie and uh it's you know i brought up snl earlier so it is a snl movie and that okay. is the coneheads <laughs> the coneheads which <laughs> is the movie about those people with the triangle heads that look with the like heads. <laughs> with the cone heads that if you're uh if you're if you're a, if you're a game of thrones <laughs> and a song of ice and fire fan 
and and know the world of a song of ice and fire there is a, a race of people called the jogos nai who live west of the bone mountains of essos east of the bone mountains of essos sorry who also look like the cone heads because they have pointy heads oh okay well good to know um but yeah i remember watching this movie and just kind of having fun with it like the fact that these people look so ridiculous but people just kind of don't really address it you know like sometimes it comes up but for the most part people just kind of play it really straight around them even though i admittedly have no concept of this movie whatsoever so (laughs) no (laughs) um so it dan Aykroyd and okay the name oh my gosh i'm blanking on her name um they are stranded on earth uh from their planet Remulac because they have this whole plan to, of course, you know, take over Earth. So they end up crashing and they can't get a signal to to go back to their planet. And when they finally We've got do- no phone yes, signal. Right? So when they finally do, they're told that they have to wait on Earth until a certain, like a long time before, you know, the mothership can come and get them. So they end up kind of assimilating and make, and, uh, you know, um dan Aykroyd's character he ends up kind of you know he's a great worker and he's really smart so he ends up kind of working his way up and and you know he meets sinbad who kind of gets him sinbad. <laughs> yes who, who's his boss who like you know he, he like works runs up an appliance shop and you know so they work they live very poorly and then they kind of work their way up it's kind of this whole like it's like you know an immigrant who comes to America and like, you know, works their way up to Yeah. So it's literally like this they play it like an immigrant story of you know somebody coming to America and making their way. Yes. And then uh they have a a child. So then that's kind of, you know, that next generation growing up in America. And uh yeah, it's just kind of when you think about it, it's it's a a silly movie about aliens, but it's also this kind of really interesting immigration story. And also we have like, um, you know, uh, government people chasing them, you know, who are, you know, obviously like illegal aliens, then they're actually aliens coming after them. So it's like them trying to live a normal life. Um, they've assimilated to Earth. They actually kind of don't want to go back to their planet because they've now been on Earth all these years. They've built their way up to now owning a home. They have their teenage daughter who's very kind of assimilated to America. So she's kind of like, I don't get you, you know, to her parents. And um, so, yeah, it's it's really funny. I, I wasn't like huge on the skit of it on SNL. Um, but uh, just, yeah, really have a lot of fun with this movie. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Jane Curtin, Jane Curtin, is yes. the uh, the wife. Yes, assume, in, thank you. Cone heads, um, but no, that actually sounds like quite a, an interesting idea. I hope they actually play it in that story. Yeah, so well, they they talk really weird. They like they have a very weird way of speaking, and you know. Is this People what obsessed just... Dan Aykroyd with aliens and all this weird stuff? I mean, perhaps. But yeah, they're just kind of playing it very much straight and everyone around them is just kind of like acting like it's completely normal. You'll get a person here or there like, what the heck? Why do they look like that? But for the most part, nobody really addresses okay. how they look. 
and they just kind of are living their, their lives. So. Okay. That actually sounds quite interesting, yeah, admittedly. That it's a fun movie. Janine. It's one of the better SNL adaptations. Okay. Well, my my uh, my second one is a movie that uh, you, you forget is an alien movie, really. I mean, it's also a movie with its, you know, undercurrents of uh, themes of, of kind of scare, uh, not, what am I talking about, themes of, um, shall we say, ra well, a, a pure race of people, shall we say, and okay. they're thinking they're better than everyone else and taking over because they are pure and they all look the same. Funnily enough, they're all white and blonde-haired. Janine, this is Village of the Damned. Oh, which yeah, people forget is an alien outright. movie, but is in fact an alien movie, because how do the children get born in the first place? Because there's weird alien presence, yeah, weird alien parasite that impregnates, or we don't see it, yeah. but that is what happens, that impregnates all, all the women of the village of Midwich. And thus, all, all the children are born. Okay. But I love Village of Dan as a movie. I think it's such an intelligent sci-fi movie, a sci-fi horror. And I think I always forget his stupid name, Martin Martin Stevens. I think is is his name, something like that. Who plays the lead kid who's also in The Innocents. He's so... I've never seen a child actor be that good in anything than he is in both of those movies as playing just the creepiest child possible. Yeah, I've never like, seen Village of the Damned. Harvey Stevens, who plays... In fact, that might be... His, his name's Martin something. Harvey Stevens, who plays Damien in The Omen, is nowhere near this good. Okay, nowhere near that's, that's as good a big, as this that's a big guy from Village of the Damned. <laughs> Uh, and George Sanders is there as our kind of hero oh. figure. And while while the the I don't think the adults in the movie are particularly overly interesting, it's the idea of Village of the Damned that's just so interesting to me and this pure kind of race of aliens or race of children just completely taking over the, the control of this town. At the time, obviously, it was a novel in the 50s. It's a movie, 1960, yeah. at this time, with your fear of, you know, communism taking over. the word all this business. It works in that so much because they are such like this organized telepathic unit of children yeah. who they don't know how to stop. They've got no idea how to stop them. So they, tr they try to just almost pacify them and say, yeah, it's okay, we'll, we'll, you'll get everything you want, you know, let's go to school, we have to go yeah. to school. And But they start asking questions, and then they start getting really confident, and then they start getting violent. And yes. it ends up in a, and it ends in a blaze of glory, basically, a sacrificial blaze of glory from George Sanders, really. That's, that's how the story ends. But it's a very, it's a very dark movie. 
Yeah. It's a very, very dark movie, but such an incredibly intelligent sci-fi horror. One that I do watch quite a lot, really, as far as, you know, that type of horror movie goes. I can find myself watching Village of the Damned quite a bit. Um, and I'm just enthralled by the kind of performance of it because it's so English. <laughs> it, and, you know, Martin, whatever his last name is, who plays David, the lead child, yeah, is unbelievably just upper-class English snobbery that it's kind of... <laughs> It can sometimes come across to me like a a class situation as well, where these guys are all these preppy children who look down on everybody else because yeah. they know in themselves they are better than you. But it's also could be this, like I said, this pure race thing. It can also be this organized um, commune kind of thing. I'm trying to find him. Let's see. But I, I love Village of Damned, and it's not one that you think. Yeah, Martin of... Stevens. Okay, so yeah, him and him and the guy who plays Damien have the last same last name, then, which is oh, okay. fun. Um, but it's it's not one you think of when you think of alien movies. No, like I it had no idea. Movie. I had no idea. That was an alien movie. Yeah, it is. And John Carpenter's Village of the Damned isn't bad. I always just assumed it's like Children of the Corn. Like, that's always it's what not, I just kind of. <laughs> it's like, not bad, but it is not the 1961. Okay. At all. Um, there's a certain just deep eeriness to hey. 1960s Village of the Damned and a real crescendo of, of tension that I just I love and it never it's this such a such a really perfectly balanced build up to a final explosion literally a final explosion that's so well done so well structured okay. I love Village of the Damned putting it on the Halloween playlist yes um, yeah so I'm still kind of closing out with the the comedic realm um and my final pick for an alien movie that i do really love is galaxy quest well <laughs> galaxy quest is very good Ginny. that's why <laughs> yes kind of one of those movies that didn't really do good in its time and then just kind of built up this cult following and became this kind of whole thing that everybody loves um and really kind of highlighted the whole kind of nerds at conventions type thing which is now kind of like the cool thing to do <laughs> is it um, though or is it just the overpriced thing to do now it, essentially yes that too that's why i've never been to a comic-con san diego <laughs> comic-con um but yeah just so fun such a fun idea we did actually cover it when we did a really fun series uh on movies um about tv <laughs> yes something like that it was it was a, yes. a long while ago now a morgan hasn't seen yes. it was a morgan hasn't seen movie yes we did a series of movies about tv and so just kind of the premise of these real life these real aliens 
uh, thinking that this uh, space kind of Star Trek type show is actually real and that these people are real heroes. So they recruit them to help them only to find out that all of it is real and now they have to like actually these actors have to kind of fight these aliens it's also kind of has a one another one of those movies that you know surprisingly has that kind of seven samurai vibe <laughs> you know a little bit yeah, yeah. a little bit <laughs> um feels- yeah where you kind of get these people uh who kind of come in to help this small group and uh yeah i mean they kind of hire them to come in and help them and even them as a group of cast members have a very strained relationship because tim allen has been kind of very cocky and taken the lead on everything and not given them their due so it's kind of him really uh respecting his you know his uh co-actors for once and them kind of going on this adventure that they weren't expecting and so it's it's a lot of fun the comedy's great i think the costumes are really great everyone has awesome chemistry um it's a lot of fun like you wouldn't expect to see alan rickman like that so it's great to see no, him alan be Rickman very comedic he's so, so good in this quest. movie um so yeah everyone is just kind of at the top of their game and it's hilarious and fun and kind of like the the best tim allen has looked in a movie i think like the most like like i never thought of tim allen like that at no, all was tim allen was tim <laughs> allen ever an, a, a particularly attractive man? no like i never saw tim allen in that vein ever until this santa movie. And claus. i was kind of like no like never until this are you movie, one of those I... people that's attracted to santa claus Jenny? no i do not have a santa fetish but <laughs> this was like this movie like made me like Tim Allen? It had okay. me like raise an eyebrow a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I but thought you'd be more into Alan Rickman and his Klingon his weird style alien head. head. <laughs> yes, and like the fact that he puts that makeup on for conventions and he's wearing it the whole movie, and like you know, to a certain point where it's starting to come off and you just see his hair kind of like sticking out a little. Yeah, bit. but um, yes, uh, love this movie. It's so much fun and. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's something you would automatically think of right away when you're thinking of alien no, movies because there's so many kind of bigger, fancier things. But there yeah. are, there <laughs> are, and I like that we've come up with 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 a, a few there that are a little bit under the radar, a touch. Yeah, Alan Rickman is definitely the shining light of Galaxy <laughs> Quest, though it, it, yes. it has to be said, he really is. Yes. Um, because my uh, my last pick is is arguably the most obvious of obvious alien movies possible, Janine. It's on my sign today. Oh, okay. my sign today is ET phone home. Let's uh, all do the impression because we wouldn't we'd do a predator impression. Janine, would you like to join me in the impression of ET? Sure. ET. Be good, E.T. <laughs> we like E.T., Janine. Do you know why we like it? I've got a funny story about E.T., actually. Okay. Well, first of all, why we like E.T. is because I, as a as a movie fan, had to teach myself a lot of my movie fanishness, right? So I, my family, 
sure, they like the odd movie once in a while, but they're not like me, you know? Like, yeah. your family, you, you you have had in the past, you, your family were able to sit around, even if it was just you and your, you know, your brother and your sisters and all this business. Yeah. Sit around, watch movies together. Not necessarily like that in Morgan's household. But I can tell you what it was like that for E.T. E.T. was one movie that, that I remember my mum and dad actually putting on and showing me purposely. Okay. Because it was E.T. So it means quite a bit. Yeah. And I don't watch it a great deal, admittedly. I don't watch E.T. like all the time. <laughs> but it, it is such a beautiful movie. Yes. It's, it's like a magical a piece movie. of cinema. And yeah, like I went to go see... I want to say when I went to go see Thor, they actually had a trailer of uh, doing a big re-release for the anniversary in theaters. So I would love to. Go oh yeah, because it'll it be um, what is it? What is it now? Well, it'll be forty years then. Forty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're yeah. they're gonna do a re-release in theaters. So it's like a movie that I didn't get to see in theaters to actually go see it. In no, that'd be good. Yes, I'd yeah. like that. How about it plays so well on a. A nice a big, big screen. screen. Your moon, yes. your bike moon, bike bike across the moon. Yes, and this is probably going to be in my a future TikTok series of terrifying frog scenes in film. Uh, sure, <laughs> terrifying. Oh, for God's sake, Jenny, you're obsessed with frogs. You're obsessed I'm with hating frogs. I'm terrified of frogs. So when there is a scene of frogs just like consuming things in a movie or just an excess of them. I can't handle it and so I'm this here. movie definitely when he he has that moment with that girl and the frogs are just jumping everywhere like terrifying, terrifying. i'm here I don't know what trying I to talk about how <laughs> et was one of few movies and all i'm fixated on is, is the frog scene that is a, an actual family relevant thing for me which is why i think it's a very very special movie <laughs> It is. It is. I'm sorry. Um, I, took away. <laughs> I didn't mean to take away from your sentiment. And that's why. I, that's why I wanted to bring it up there. Um, it's also one of, and always will be one of my very favorite rides at Universal Studios as well. Yes, it was so good. E the ET because um, not the last time I went to a Universal Studios because that was with you in LA. But the time before, I back in Florida, we'd go on the the ET ride, cycle around on the little bikes, you yes, know, the I'm ET sad things. I'm sad you get the little strong. intro with yeah. Spielberg, yeah. And it's really, it's really one of Spielberg's best. It, it's Spielberg's run of just fun movies. You know, he's come off of Jaws and Close Encounters, which are kind of Yes, Jaws, I suppose, is, is fun, really, isn't it? But it's more intense, really. Yes, and intense. this one is like, you know, Close as a kid encounters. watching it, you like, it was like this era of kid adventures. And like, yes. you know, you as Close a kid encounters is got the... to feel like you could have an adventure too, you know. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I'm sorry, I don't mean to go through Spielberg's kind of entire <laughs> career, but his, yeah. his kind of, um, his journey of it. Is in the in, with the seventies stuff. You get kind of a little bit more mature thought, I suppose, going to him. 
go into his movies. And then as soon as the 86 with, with like Raiders in, in 81, you get all out Spielberg's now just playing for everyone and doing yeah. it so perfectly. Like, children aren't necessarily going to love Close Encounters of the Third Kind, right? Yeah, probably. But they're going to love E.T. Yeah. And adults might love Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Well, they're also going to love E.T. This is everybody yes. now. Yes. And I think E.T. just captures that so well. It's such a pure movie. And it's very emotional. It's they very emotional. Like... It's it, you, you speak about movies about such basic things, but such deep things as love and friendship and togetherness. And you play it in a, in a, in a way here. Just adding a little bit of magic with the fact it's an alien. Yes, and I mean, the fact that they did a nostalgia commercial with Henry Thomas with E.T. And that yeah. like that could bring a tear is just a testament. Yeah. <laughs> like with like a, a grown-up Henry Thomas doing this commercial where E.T. comes back to visit him. Like, and that shit could make you cry. Like, that's just a testament to like could. how great this movie it's, is. It's just a a legendary part of movie history and always will be. Yeah. And, you know, I think worldwide, universally, being a universal movie, universally, or an ambling movie, whatever stupid Spielberg <laughs> you want to be called, yeah. ambling, um, it is a universally loved movie. Yes. It really is. Um, you can't get away from that. There's not somebody who doesn't like E.T. There's not somebody who isn't moved by E.T. And it's too pure and it's too relevant to literally everybody's experiences because everybody's gone through childhood friendship to some degree. And if you haven't, then I mean, what a tough life you must have lived, but most people have gone through some form of childhood friendship and that is 100% what E.T. is about. And saying goodbye to that childhood friend who you've grown to love is horrible. Yeah. And, he, and that's, you know, that that's the heavy emotion of E.T. And I love E.T. But my, my fun story about E.T. is actually, aside from the fact that it's one of few movies that is actually a Morgan's family kind of movie, yeah. alongside things like the Wizard of Oz, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, those um, are good family movies. Mine and, are and, and, and Star Wars, I would have to say, and Star Wars. Um, it, and yeah, when I when I start, I had to think about where where I was going. There, my brain stopped for for about <laughs> three seconds. When I started work, um, where I am now. The first thing somebody, the first thing one of my coworkers asked to me, when I first started, he, he came in, oh, hello, I'm, you know, I'm not going to use names, but hello, I'm me, um, how are you, introduce, introduce each other, yeah, how are you, have you seen E.T.? This is what he asked me, I say, yes, of course I've seen E.T., who hasn't seen E.T.? 
and then he just points to another one of my co-workers at this point. He's like, she's not. I ask everybody this because everybody has seen ET apart from hasn't. insert name here. That's you know, terrible. and it's just like, why do you keep bringing it? In? And I remember her turning around. Why do you keep bringing up this every time somebody new comes? Why do you keep bringing up this? Because you haven't seen ET, and you need to it's see it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I asked, why is one. why is this? How did this become a thing? I asked. Yeah. We were having a conversation about what's your favorite movie from from the year you were born, and and I said, not me. I'm pretending to be the person talking to me yeah. here. And I said, well, for for you, insert name here. It must be ET, 1982. Yeah. It must be ET. It was like I've never seen ET. And his face just dropped, or he's just pretended that his face just dropped. So I, 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 li- I like that. I like that ET. ET is this it's thing kind of like the uh, point of like that. I what? hope to God he still asks everybody new that starts. Well, we are working through department several. at the moment. We are working through several films, so you'll never have to experience that again. <laughs> if somebody asks you yeah. if you've seen something, and then you can say you've seen it, so. Yeah. But no, I just a whole I hope, show so that would never happen to you. <laughs> I hope he carries that on. And to be honest, I hope um the the lady who has who hadn't seen ET has now has seen now it. seen ET. Although I, I highly doubt she has. Highly probably doubt she not, has. Probably not. But I love that it was stubborn like you who doesn't give in to peer pressure. So. Possibly, yes. I love that that was always Shaming. a thing. That's a good question. It is a good question. Well, no, the, no, the, the question was, have you seen E.T.? And he just insisted on asking everybody he came yes. across, have well, it's you a good, seen that's E.T.? That's what I'm saying. It's a good question. It is. Just need to know information. It's like my research question that you find out the oldest, peop- the oldest movie most people have seen is The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Because people don't realise it's from the 30s. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming everyone just thinks it's like from the 50s or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. Anyway. Yes, E.T. was my last pick for great alien movies. Janine, I think it's time to finish off this episode, though, with some fun and games. We like the fun and games. Celebrate the fun and games. We have it. What are we calling this game, Janine? Alien Descriptors. Sure. That's a boring title, but that's I know, what it is. It's kind of boring. <laughs> so we both did this kind of differently because yeah, we decided this is our show. We don't have to adhere to any kind of strict rules. Just no. do what we want. So your questions are you kind of give some descriptors and I have to guess Yes, what, it's who, it's the alien from yes, the it's, movie. I'm pretending to be an alien, basically. When okay. I read out these descriptions of myself so you yours I'm are pretending to be an alien. yours yours are who am i and Basically, mine are yes. what movie am i in okay oh this is yes. interesting then because the, <laughs> these this is different this is a different yes. situation i hope to god i've seen all the movies i tried to pick things that i think you've all seen so okay okay well i think we've got four each here for yes. the game yes uh janina would you like to go first or would you like to ask first? 
I'll, I'll, I'll guess first. Oh, guess first. Okay, and answer first. I will ask first. Okay. Hello, how are you? I'm an alien. No. <laughs> That's not how it starts. Oh, goodness. It's not how it starts. Uh, my spaceship is great for calling emergency services. I never look the age I actually am. And people might think I'm really good at DIY, but that's not what this particular tool's used for. Who am I? What? My spaceship is great for calling emergency services. I never look the age I actually am. Ooh. And people might think I'm good at DIY, but that's not what this particular tool is used for. Younger than I am. Emergency services. I was quite was quite pleased with the. Uh, yes, I'm. I don't. I, I have no idea. Have no idea. No. If I was to say that it's not necessarily movies you're looking for with this one, would you? Would you still have no idea? So it's a TV show alien. It, yes, it is. It is indeed a TV <laughs> show alien. I don't know, so I'm just going to say Alf. <laughs> Al, it is not Alf. I am, in fact, the Doctor from Doctor oh, Who. Okay. Because I fly around in a police emergency call box. Ah, okay. I never look the age I actually am, which is over okay. nine hundred. Yes. And good people might think I'm good at DIY, but that's not what this screwdriver's used for. Ah, good, good. I yes. should have known you would have gone Britishy, Britishy. <laughs> the Doctor. Yes, that's We was like a good one. the Doctor. We like the Doctor. Okay. Um, We're scoring that... this one as well. It's one to score. Oh, great, yes. great. Of course. Of course, you decide that after you, you've stumped me. I've got to win. Okay. I forget who's winning. You're winning, but I forget how much you're winning by in the, in the, in the scores. Pizza. Dogs and dairy dominate my universe. I get an encore in this spoof. What film am I in? Pizza. Dogs <laughs> and dairy. Yes. <laughs> dominate my universe. But I get an encore mm -hmm. in this. What? In what was the last bit? Spoof. What film am I in? Spoof. Oh, God. Pizza dogs. Why am I thinking of Futurama? Um, it's got aliens in it, that's why. Pizza dogs and, and, and dairy. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like it, and I thought this was like the easy one. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Wait, say the last part again. I'm fo too focused on pizza, dogs, and dairy. I get an encore in this spoof. An 
encore in this spoof. So I'm looking for the name of the movie, aren't I? Yes. What what film am I in? Encore in this spoof. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. Oh, oh, it, it's Spaceballs. It's got to be Spaceballs. <laughs> yes. 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 Pizza the Hut. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yogurt yes. and. Uh, oh, I forgot about. Yes, I forgot he was called Yogurt. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> Spaceballs. Yes. And we do see the xenomorph doing his little. <laughs> we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> do an encore dance and for john hurt not again <laughs> yes well that's good i like that yes, yes. well done Jimmy. so well spoof done, gave it away but i was it like, did uh, it did yeah thankfully yeah. spoof gave it away <laughs> thankfully okay number two for you i'm part machine but worship my queen like the most emotional of humans i love nothing more than infecting and taking over the minds of others. And apparently my name is fun to say in a particular impression. Who am I? Or what alien am I? <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have an, an individual name. What alien am I? I'm part machine, but worship my queen like the most emotional of humans. I love nothing more than infecting and taking over the minds of others. And apparently my name is quite fun to say in a particular impression. I think this might be, this might be too vague. Yeah, it's kind of vague. Like at first, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's David from, from, the Prometheus and all those movies. But he's not really an alien. He's all machine. So I think the part machine. <laughs> I hope the part machine. From what I can remember. Hmm. Hmm. No. Yes. Um. Uh, is it? Oh. Is it? <laughs> oh, I think I got it. Is it the Borg? It is. It's the Borg. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. The Borg. Borg. Yes. Is that not an accurate right. description of the Borg? I think yes, that's an accurate that description of the Borg. Good. <laughs> the Borg. Yes, the Borg. We love the Borg. We do like the Borg. We're big fans of the Borg here. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Us monsters in the sky can't compare to the monster below ground. Fashion wins the day in this film. What fashion movie am I in? <laughs> Fashion wins the day. Aliens and fashion. Monsters in the sky can't compete with monsters underground. 
I'm just thinking of the Wombles now. Under the ground, <laughs> overground, wombling free. What? The Wombles of Wimbledon. Come on, are we? It's not the Wombles. Making good use of the things British, that we British find. nonsense are you talking about? Things that the everyday folk leave behind. That's the Wombles. It was a show about recycling. The great the Wombles, but every time anybody says underground, you just have to go underground, overground, wombling free, and it's just put me off. Um, The monsters in the sky. Can't compete with monsters underground. Monsters in the sky. Fashion. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Fashion. Fashion, fashion, monsters, monsters in the sky, aliens, fashion, aliens that dress up, E.T. dresses up, but there's no E.T. underground monsters, unless you count the people that try and come after E.T. and put him in a freezer. (laughs) E.T., it's not E.T., that's my guess. It is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> She's a fashion designer, so she makes that, like, hazmat suit so she can get out and fight the aliens. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, Janine. Yes, well <laughs> done. Well done, you. Okay. I'm, 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 Tied. I like this, though. I like this, though. <laughs> Yeah, did I get your first one? I did get your first yes, one. Yes, you did. Spaceballs. Okay. Too many people think we're cute and harmless, but look at how much destruction we helped cause. Our golden god will be so pleased with us, he might even give us one of those super-fast vehicles of our own. Who are we? Am I going to go with the obvious But I don't you know. Could, you could do, you could do. Too many people think we're cute and harmless. But look at how much destruction we helped cause. Our golden god will be so pleased with us, he might even give us one of those super fast vehicles of our own. The golden god and that part are throwing me off because I'm like, I don't remember that from Gremlins, really. <laughs> But I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe I'm remember misremembering. Is gremlins your answer, Janine? Am I a gremlin? <laughs> I mean... Or a mogwai? I'm thinking about cute and cuddly aliens that cause destruction. And that's the only thing that's in my head. Mm-hmm. But are, are gremlins... In- Said to be aliens, even. <laughs> Stop it! I don't know why I'm doing that. No, I know. A, I know it's an episode of Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Gremlins. I don't know. Oh, Janine, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm I'm an Ewok. Oh. I'm an Ewok. Mm. Too many people think we're cute and harmless, but. We did help destroy the second Death Star and all those and the Empire. And our golden okay. god, uh, yes. C3PO, mm-hmm. 
might yes. give us one of those super fast vehicles because we really had fun when we rode that speeder bike. Yes. Okay. I'm an Ewok. Okay, 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 okay. Mm. Come on, I've got to get this. Uh, we like to leave maps by ear. Even broken, each person has a part to play in sending me home with a swing and a splash. What movie am I in? Sending me home. C.T. It's not. It's not E.T., but that's too obvious. Um, broken map, did you say? You, your riddles are so vague. They're so cryptic. We, I don't like cryptic things. We like to leave maps by ear. Even maps broken, ear. each person has a part to play in sending me home with a swing and a splash. What movie am I in? A swing and a splash. Something to do with water. Sending me home. We're getting. We're saying bye bye. We're getting rid of these aliens. It's with water and a swing. Does somebody swing a bat at the alien. We we we're, we're broken people. Following a map. To swing bats and splash water on aliens to send them home. Is what I'm getting from that. Am I being way too literal? I'm probably being way too... I'm a very literal person, Janine. I've got no idea again. I hate this. I've got no idea again at all. Oh, dear. I don't know. I have no idea at all. If you know, folks, you know why I'm laughing. Just please tell me I'm being way too literal. I'm not telling you anything. I don't know. I don't know. You don't Pass. know? Okay. Well, you literally just had your final destination moment, which, which I will explain to you what that is um, in a minute. But the answer, is, the answer is signs, which exactly ends with somebody swinging a bat and spilling signs. water on the alien. Of course it does. <laughs> signs. Exactly what you said. You literally said, is someone swinging a bat? Yes. Is someone getting splashed with water? Yes. That's what sends the aliens. I don't remember the ending of Signs. <laughs> we covered it on the show. I'm pretty sure. Signs. Okay. But if you did okay. our M. Night Shyamalan series. Yeah. I preferred yes. the village. Leaving anyway. maps by ear, ears of corn in the cornfields is how they I leave their maps. No, that's not a term. Corn on the cob. No. It's an ear of corn. I didn't know it was called an ear of corn. I'm not from Kansas. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh um, dear. Okay. Even broken because they're a broken family. Each person has a part to play. So each person kind of contributed something into figuring out fine, how to get rid of the aliens. Fine. But fine. I figured the swing and the splash was totally going to give it away, which you said exactly that and didn't figure it out. Fine. So that just shows me how much you remember of the movies we watch on Morgan has the scene. Um, <laughs> You retain not nothing. You just forget them right I after we watch. Nothing. Um, I'm it's terrible. It's not old and gray. <laughs> <Don't>. 
I'm sorry, Janine. Don't remember it. But okay. yes, very much a Final Destination moment because when we were about to do the Final Destination series, I was teasing a big twist in these movies. And out of and I thought I was so clever. Morgan's never gonna figure out this twist. And he just randomly said, Okay, let me guess. The first film, the last film is going to show that it's a big circle and leads to the beginning of the first film. He just said this out of left field. He didn't he didn't even remember saying that once we started the series and once he saw that last movie and what happened. He didn't even remember that he said that. But he guessed the whole freaking big twist. <laughs> without realizing which right now you literally just said the ending of the movie and it still didn't like fine place for you at all fine Janine. okay last one do i have one more after this yes okay people don't think of me as an alien at first because i'm usually very handsome it only becomes obvious what i truly am after I take my glasses off, who am I? Or what alien am I? Superman. I am Superman, yes, I am Superman. <laughs> that was a, that was an obvious one with the glasses. Yeah, it's kind of obvious, but well, this last one might be kind of obvious too, but... Which means that now you're winning. Wait, okay. are you winning? Did you get, what did you get, of, what else did you get of mine? I just got one of yours, so I've got two of them now. You got Superman and you got. Oh, you got the Borg. You got the Borg. That's the Borg. Okay, come on. I've got to. I can't lose again. (laughs) Okay. I got a holiday welcome to Earth, not to Miami. But a master of chaos took me down in the end. What movie? Yes. Well, well, this this is. Welcome to Earth. This is Independence Day. <laughs> yes. A tie. I'm celebrating a draw. I'm celebrating a tie. Yes. <laughs> the we King of Mayhem. <laughs> King oh, of for God's sake. I oh, said King a chaos. master of chaos. <laughs> master of chaos. Yes. Yeah. His job title in Jurassic Park. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> no idea. I don't know things, Judy, but I know welcome to Earth. And welcome to Miami. And welcome to Miami, which is the song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Yay. Fun and games, Janine. We like them. We like them. A two-all draw today. Yes. On fun and games. <laughs> We don't have a tiebreaker or anything like that. No, we didn't break that. We just take the draw. We take the draw because it's fair. It's fair fair and is what more American sports should do. (laughs) Just allow it to be a draw sometimes. It's okay sometimes to tie. You don't have to play for 17 hours longer just because, oh, we need somebody to win. No, you don't. It's a regular league season game. (laughs) <laughs> it's got no say whatsoever in anybody's trophy winning capabilities stupid American sports anyway Janine Morgan. I think it's about time we say enough is enough the line is drawn here <laughs> this far no farther <laughs> with the Borg and with this episode 
of Monday Madness. Is it? I think it is. I think it is. I, t- I timed that very badly. You just said, you just took it <laughs> I'm terribly sorry about that. It is. <laughs> Another wonderful episode of Monday Madness, of course, that this has been Janine all alien focused, a whole bunch of trailers, and we can be thankful for Sesame Street, but not for its licensed theme park. No. Or not for the theme park that uses its license, apparently. But also go and wa- uh, go and listen to, go and watch Janine's... I presume, is it, is it just a listen-to podcast, this... Uh... I mean, I discovered yesterday that there's actually, if you have cable, there's a Rotten Tomatoes channel. And mm. they were showing an episode of the podcast on the channel. So I assume okay. it's maybe both. <laughs> Well, there we go. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes was wrong. Is wrong. Is wrong. Is wrong. Is the name of the show there. So go and check that out as well. Of course, Monday Madness is not the only show we have on the It's Wonderful podcast feed, nor is it the only thing we have on the It's Wonderful podcast YouTube channel, is it, Janine? It is not on the YouTube channel. We also do fun watch-alongs. We do some fun discussions on movies and shows. Uh, I also just throw some fun videos on there, you know, at at a whim. So check out everything we have on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. But on the podcast feed, we also have our Wednesday show, Morgan Hasn't Seen, where I force Morgan to watch things he hasn't seen. We're having a good time talking our courtroom movies. Oh, yeah. This week is a big week. Kind of <laughs> it's is. A fun week. Yeah, kind of is. It's a, it's a big one. We're talking um some some good movies. Morgan, really, I'm sure he would get that same question. You haven't seen that? <laughs> it's not like ET though, is it? Really? I mean, tell them, tell them what, what we're talking about. <laughs> this week on Morgan hasn't seen. We're talking my cousin Vinny and Legally Blonde. Because Morgan has not seen them. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I have now. So. <laughs> Shush. Yes. So, so yes, we are closing out our courtroom series on Morgan Hasn't Seen with a double feature discussion on Legally Blonde and my cousin Vinny. And of course, every Friday on the podcast feed, we have our main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, where we give love to classic films, the only films that Morgan seems to remember. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Sure. Okay. I'll take that slander. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good episode <laughs> of the main show, actually, as well this week, Janine. Yes. Talking inherit the wind. Yes. Nineteen sixty. Spencer Tracy and Friedrich March shouting at each other for yes. two hours. It's great. Um, but yes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we of course have you covered on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. All of those wonderful things that Janine spoke about are also on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel that you can subscribe to, ding your notification bells here for this show in its full video glory as well. Also, all those other things. Um, leave your likes, leave your comments, all that good stuff. We have this thing going across the bottom of the screen if you are watching, um, which tells you a whole bunch of things. Like we have the Patreon, patreon.com slash It's a Wonderful One if you want to join us on there. Uh, find the tier that's right for you over on Patreon. We also have the donation link in the description. And yes, the the podcast feed itself, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where we have you covered on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox, 
Amazon Music and all the other places as well. Anything else? Well, I suppose you can find the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One. Find me on Twitter at The Purple Dom with a three instead of the E in there because, Janine. Three is a magic number. On Instagram at Just The Purple Dom. All your lovely alien horrific stuff is where. You can find me at Janine Debean underscore on Twitter, Janine Debean on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, if you want to get any merch for any of our shows, you can find that at our Teespring shop. Uh, we have some fun designs over there for all of our shows. And we have some Stranger Things designs over there, including the new Eddie Munson design. So check that all out at our Teespring shop. Just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on Teespring. And uh, yeah, check us out over there if you want some merch. I also sell my own art. So if you want any art and print from, you can find that at my big card cartel shop g9design.bigcartel.com well there we go i think uh, 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 either another et impression or another patrick stewart impression <laughs> should round us out today although in our star trek series a morgan hasn't seen which isn't that old we were doing a lot of patrick stewart impressions so we i think i think an, an appropriate one would be an et impression okay okay <clears throat> three Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.